0: Now that we are halfway through January, it's important to consider that most of us, actually 90% of us, have likely abandoned any New Year's resolutions that we had envisioned at the start of this new year. I personally abandoned resolutions years ago. But that doesn't mean that I haven't resolved to do things differently and in the process fell short of my expectations. And there's a lot that I've learned along the way. And one of the key takeaways I've had since becoming a mom and falling short of my resolutions is the power of small changes. In this week's episode, I want to take the time for us to really consider how we can make meaningful changes in our lives to see and experience the outcomes that we desire without having to feel like we're setting ourselves up to fail, but instead to really see how we can work toward the changes that we want to have in ways that are meaningful, but also sustainable. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. So, I mentioned in the introduction that I ditched New Year's resolutions long ago. Last year, I tried picking a word of the year, and first and foremost, I think that. The idea of a New Year's resolution really implies this idea that we are making a change for the year. We are making a change for 12 months, for 52 weeks, for 365 days. And that's daunting and overwhelming and almost immediately sends a message to at least my unconscious mind that this isn't going to work. And even the idea of a word of the year ultimately was something that didn't work for me because, let's face it, mom life gets so busy, it gets so unpredictable, it's so inconsistent that holding on to an idea for the entirety of a year not only feels impractical, but also out of touch. I think that it's really important for us to remember that as fast as our kids are developing and growing, so are our everyday experiences as moms. And we can't expect from the onset of a new year that we can predict what our future selves are going to need in June or September or November. So something that I want you to just take a moment to do is give yourself a moment to appreciate the efforts that maybe you've made in the past to create a sense of change in your life and also give your past self some forgiveness and some compassion, knowing that a lot of the expectations that an adult should be able to resolve change over the course of a year in very intense ways is really setting us up for unrealistic expectations of ourselves. And I don't think it's fair. I don't think that we should have to hold ourselves to such impractical expectations. So I know that when I look back at my past efforts, I don't view them as failures. I honestly see them as happening from a place of being a bit naive, of course optimistic, but I think more than anything naive. And if anything else, those past efforts have taught me what doesn't serve me so that I can continue to pursue what does. And so I thought it would be helpful to spend some time in this episode to share a little bit about things that have helped me along the way that I believe could be helpful to you as well. And I hope that they resonate because they're probably very similar to experiences that you've already been through in the past and what you continue to desire for yourself today. And so hopefully some of these ideas are ones that you can really utilize in your everyday life in a way that feels really empowering, that gives you the hope that really change can happen. It is possible for us as moms. We just have to do it in a way that's a little bit different than what mainstream America is telling us it has to be. So why doesn't overhauling your approach work? This is something that I have had to grapple with for years. Whether it's trying to overhaul my parenting or overhaul my morning routine or overhaul my eating habits or my fitness routine or let's be honest establishing a fitness routine there's something that's the same about all of them and it's that trying to make wide sweeping changes top to bottom doesn't work these changes don't happen in a vacuum you don't have isolated aspects of your life as a mom with young kids that give you the ability to implement these plans with the consistency that they require and the high effort and intensity and commitment that they require. Instead, you're trying to incorporate these changes into your incredibly busy everyday life. Chances are you're not only raising kids, you're also trying to maintain your household, possibly keep up with a job or run your own business and not to mention maintain your relationships beyond your parenting relationship. You know, you probably have a partner, you have your own friendships, maybe coworkers and extended family members that you're trying to nurture relationships with. And let's not forget, the importance of maintaining relationship with yourself. And when you weave and layer in all of these aspects of your life together, it's really hard to carve out a huge space that's required in order to achieve top to bottom overhauls in any given aspect of your life. I think one of the biggest problems with that is knowing that a complete overhaul requires complexity and it requires a lot of self-discipline, and in many ways, rigidity. A lot of times there are a lot of rules, a lot of goals, a lot of plans, a lot of changes, and sticking to these is incredibly challenging to anyone's willpower. Throw in the fact that you are an overworked mom whose day-to-day is incredibly variable and unpredictable, and it's nearly impossible to dedicate the effort that it takes in order to exact these changes that you set out to do. So I hope that this kind of helps reframe exactly why you deserve so much grace and forgiveness and compassion for when you've fallen short of your really high expectations of yourself. Because truly, you and I both have set ourselves up for an impossible task, an impossible outcome that really was probably never feasible in the first place, which is totally fine. Again, I think we are so influenced by outside input and expectation and we tell ourselves, well, if all these other people can do it, I should be able to too. But I think that when we really take into consideration what we are up against as moms, it really creates a unique perspective in terms of what you can realistically take on. And I really want us to take some time to consider that. What can you realistically take on when it comes to creating this change that you want to see in your life? Chances are there is some capacity somewhere to create some change. Sometimes it's a matter of just finding those pockets in your day or your week where you do have a little bit of capacity or choosing to let go of some other things in order to free up the space in your life. To be able to commit to some changes that are going to be sustainable and set you up for success. But before you even do that, I think it's really important to first start with your own personal definition of what success looks like for you in whatever aspect of life you're wanting to see that change. Again, I think that all too often we are subjecting ourselves to everyone else's expectations of what it means to be a good mom, of what it means to be a great employee, what it means to be healthy. But honestly, trying to hold ourselves against everyone else's expectations that might not even align with what we hope for in ourselves is pointless. Instead, take some time to just journal, grab a sheet of paper and just free flow, write down whatever comes to mind. What's your definition of success in this area of your life? I think you'll find it really affirming. And it will feel so good. It'll just feel like a big hug that I feel like so many of us need. Like that inside part of you that just so often gets ignored. To be able to acknowledge what you're feeling on the inside is one of the most compassionate things you can do for yourself. And it feels so good. So taking that time to really define what success looks like for you will not only allow you to release the expectations that everyone else has for you in this area of your life because you can really tease out is this important to me or is it not and then choose to focus your efforts on the things that do matter to you that do align with your definition of success and from there you can really work backward and look for some ripple effect shifts that are small but significant in helping you ultimately reach that outcome that you are so deeply desiring When I was getting my master's in curriculum and instruction, there was a whole lot of focus on ensuring that any curriculum that ever gets designed should always begin with the end in mind. We need to know where we want our learner to end up by the end of any given unit of learning or module in a course or even at the end of a semester or a school year. And to then work backward from there to figure out, well, where are my students now? And where do I want them to end up? And what are the steps going to be that help build up their readiness, their confidence, and their success in making progress toward that desired outcome? And I want you to do the same for yourself. What could it look like to not just think about point A to Z, but all the other points that are going to help get you there along the way. And maybe instead of thinking about how January you wants to become December you, instead focusing on, well, what do I want January? What do I want for myself by April? You know, how could we set a 12-week year for you? Suddenly that becomes a lot more doable and a lot more related to your current experience in what is realistically within reach 12 weeks from now. So it's okay if you have an idea of long-term where you wanna be, but then how can we break that down into smaller steps, smaller checkpoints, and then just focus on, let's not get you from A to Z right now, let's get you from A to B. And what would that look like? Like I mentioned, I want you to really look for the small changes that are going to create a ripple effect. So what's a small change you can make right now that's going to set you up for your next small change after that, and then your next small change after that? How can we ensure that you are really practical in what you want to achieve? I know it's hard to be patient. It's so natural for us to just focus on the end result only. But you're going to find that when you focus in on just what are those small step-by-step changes that you're going to make, you will experience success more quickly. And that is only going to help you gain momentum and ultimately propel you to your end result that much faster. So some different types of ripple effect changes that you can begin to focus on are shifting your mindset. Even in this episode alone, I hope that you've started to shift your mindset away from big, overarching goals and wide sweeping changes to understanding how those aren't serving you and how instead focusing on those micro changes are really where you get the most leverage. So just through personal learning and development, whether it's you're listening to audiobooks or you're listening to podcasts like this one, you are able to shift the patterns in your thinking. And when you shift the patterns in your thinking, you begin to shift your behaviors as well. Think about Habits you already have in your day, and how can you stack upon them? Habit stacking is proven to be one of the most effective ways of developing new habits. I think we've all heard it takes anywhere from 30 to 60 or 66 days. I've heard a few different numbers, but it takes one to two months of consistent practice to create a new habit. And when you think about how long you have to sustain that new habit, practice in order for it to become a habit you really do want to think small in order to make sure that it's something that sticks and one of the easiest ways you can do that is by adding on that new small aspect of your day onto something that you're already doing with consistency so every day you're waking up you're rolling out of bed what's the first thing you can do immediately after rolling out of bed every single day You likely brush your teeth every morning, every night. What could you do immediately before or immediately after brushing your teeth? Just find that one spot in your day where you could carve out an extra five minutes for that new habit that you want to create for yourself that are going to just move you to that next point in your progress. And don't add anything more on until you're really consistent and you're really thriving in that new habit. And you may even find that... The one you chose isn't actually serving you and you can give yourself permission to just make a shift and try something different until you find the thing that really is supporting you and helping you and really helping and really initiating that forward motion that you've been desiring. By choosing just one small change to make at a time, you're able to really get clear on whether that one small change is working for you and make adjustments in response to them rather than trying to sustain a bunch of changes all at once and having a hard time deciphering what's actually working what's not what's fitting what is a disconnect it's just such a smoother cleaner process as a result and again ultimately gets you where you want faster because then you really circumvent a lot of the negative self-talk, those feelings of self-disappointment, or feeling like this was a self-fulfilling prophecy, you knew you couldn't do it, those kinds of things. So habit stacking is really going to set you up for success there. And make sure that when you make these changes, whether it's shifting your mindset or stacking those habits, I want you to make sure that they are purpose-driven be really clear. Connect every little change you make back to your definition of success. If it's not helping you ultimately achieve that point of success, then it's not in alignment and it doesn't make sense to expect yourself to make that change. Be sure that your changes are purpose-driven. Be sure that the books you choose, the podcasts you listen to, the people you follow on Instagram the habits you decide to incorporate in your day, make sure all of those connect back to your definition of success. And you'll find that they'll be more greatly aligned and they'll just feel good. And when things feel good and things are aligned, they happen more naturally and they happen more quickly for you. And ultimately, I really hope that you find that these micro changes help you feel better. It's incredible how hard our days are as moms and how much we're up against and how much just goes wrong, how much unexpected happens. And it can be hard to find and experience those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. This is the thing that's going right. And I hope that you find that just making these small changes that are really sustainable, hyper-focused, and very aligned and incredibly aligned are going to help you feel better. Your days are going to be better You're going to feel more confident in yourself. You're just going to be in an all-around higher vibe, and that's contagious. That's what we want for you. So I hope that by tuning in today, you've really been able to shift your mindset around change in your life, that you see it is attainable. It's just going to look a little bit different than maybe you've been told the rest of your life. The power is in the small changes that you make. Ensure that they're intentional. Ensure that they are practical and sustainable. And again, make sure that you're focused not only on the end result, but your short term gains. You will see change in your life. You will feel better. And you will ultimately reach the success you've been looking for. You just have to be patient, be kind to yourself, be loving, forgiving and embrace the journey along the way. Sometimes our setbacks teach us more than the progress that we make forward. So don't view your setbacks as failures. If you can, view them as opportunities to learn something new about yourself, about what you need, and use that to drive new changes in your life that are better aligned, and feel more true to who you are and what you need in your life at this point in time. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.